Please join in our entrance hymn, How Great Thou Art. Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The Lord be with you. A warm welcome to morning celebration of Mass here at St. Bride's Church in Canvas Lang, which is the funeral Mass for the repose of the soul of Margaret Adams. Welcome to George and Margaret and Jerry and Kenneth and Sandra and their families. Uh, Welcome also to uh, family friends who have joined us uh, for the Mass. The last few years of Margaret's life uh, were spent at Georgia Park home uh, where she was exceptionally well looked after and uh, was very content and very well liked by the nurses, carers and the staff. We are exceptionally thankful uh, today for the long life that has been granted to her and her care and dedication to the family over a lifetime. She's greatly missed already and will be greatly missed uh, in the months and the years to come too. So in the Mass, we thank God uh, for the life that she was given, for the many blessings that were bestowed on her, and we especially ask that she be given eternal rest at the end of her life. To begin the Mass and to offer the Mass more worthily, we first call to mind our sins. Lord Jesus, your mighty God and Prince of Peace, Lord of mercy. Lord Jesus, your Word of God made flesh and splendor the Father, Christ of mercy. Lord Jesus, you are the way, the truth, and the life. Lord, have mercy. And may Almighty God have mercy on us. Forgive us our sins and bring us to everlasting life. Let us pray. 
O God Almighty Father, our faith professes that your Son died and rose again. Mercifully grant that through this mystery your servant, who has fallen asleep in Christ, may rejoice to rise again through him, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, for ever and ever. Amen. Please be seated. A reading from the Book of Wisdom. The souls of the virtuous are in the hands of God. No torment shall ever touch them. In the eyes of the unwise, they did appear to die. Their going looked like a disaster. They're leaving us like annihilation. But they are in peace. If they experienced punishment as men see it, their hope was rich with immortality. Slight was their affliction, great hope their blessings be. God has put them to the test and proved them worthy to be with him. He has tested them like gold in a furnace and accepted them as a holocaust. When the time comes for his visitation, they will shine out. As sparks run through the stubble, so will they. They shall judge nations, rule over peoples, and the Lord will be their king forever. They who trust in him will understand the truth. Those who are faithful will live with him in love. For grace and mercy await those he has chosen. The word of the Lord.
A reading from the second letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. We know that when the tent we live in on earth is folded up, there is a house built by God for us, an everlasting home not made by human hands in the heavens. We are always full of confidence then when we remember that to live in the body means to be exiled from the Lord, going as we do by faith and not by sight. We are full of confidence, I say, and actually want to be exiled from the body and make our home with the Lord. Whether we are living in the body or exiled from it, we are intent on pleasing him. For all the truth about us will be brought out in the law court of Christ, and each of us will get what he deserves for the things he did in the body, good or bad. The word of the Lord. be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. And Jesus said to the crowds, I am the bread of life. Those that come to me will never be hungry. Those who believe in me will never thirst. But as I have told you, you can see me and still do not believe. All that the Father gives me will come to me, and whoever comes to me I shall not turn them away because I have come from heaven, not to do my own will, but to do the will of the one who sent me. Now the will of him who sent me is that I should lose nothing of all that he has given to me, and that I should raise it up on the last day. Yes, it's my Father's will, that whoever sees the Son and believes in him shall have eternal life, and that I shall raise them up on the last day. The Gospel of the Lord. last years of Margaret's life, it was necessary for her to be cared in one of the local homes, and of course she went to Georgia Park Home at the top of the Greenleys Road and was very content there. Both herself and the staff got on very well indeed. She was safe and she was at peace. The family are very thankful to Georgia Park for their kindness to Margaret over the last years of her life. In her time there, she received Holy Communion every week uh, from the Eucharistic minister, something which meant a lot to her. In the Mass today, Jesus describes himself as the bread of life. 
the thing that we seek for, the thing that nourishes us, and the thing that the soul most of all desires. All through her life, uh, Margaret had a life of faith, nourished by Jesus himself, who describes himself as the bread of life. It's a comfort to know that in those last years of her life, she was able to receive Holy Communion to sustain her, from which she grew, from which she drew great strength. That same Holy Communion gave her comfort in the last years of her life and also great peace. Her life might be drawing to a close, but she was comforted and consoled by the presence of the Lord who had always been with her throughout her life. Those last years of her life, she made a great contribution to the life of the home where she stayed, helped to create a happy atmosphere in the room that she sat alongside with other residents. She had a great sense of fun about her and would talk with the staff who was looking after her regularly. It's true, isn't it, that wherever we are and whatever we're doing, we can do great good. In the place where we find ourselves, and even in those last years of Margaret's life, there was everything that was there. A good sense of humour, great companionship with others, and always doing good. Just a few words uh, by way of reflection on Margaret's life. She was born on the 21st of June, 1929. That's a long life she had. Her father and mother, John and Kitty Lewis, she attended St Anne's uh, School in Deniston in the east end of the city. Her husband, uh, George, and herself uh, were youngsters at that school, and later in life they were to marry on the 29th of January, 1948. Five children were to follow, George, Margaret, Jerry, Kenneth, and Sandra. Margaret herself uh, was a mill worker and uh, uh, her husband uh, was a cinema cinema projectionist, which I suppose meant that you all get into the cinema for free. They were not years of plenty, as you would know, but the family was raised in a very loving home. Great tragedy came to the family uh, when uh, Margaret's husband, uh, George, died at the early age of 41. Raising the family who were young fell, of course, to Margaret. Not an easy task by any measure. The family are devoted to Margaret, knowing the many sacrifices and the good work that she did in bringing each of them up. Another big change came in the life of the family when they moved from the east end of the city to Cambus Line, to Five Birch Drive. That must have been a big change for everyone. Things greatly improved. She got a job as a cleaner in the Western Club in the Royal Exchange Square and was there for 20 years and made many friends along the way. She was to have grandchildren and great-grandchildren, perhaps too many to mention here today, but some are here with us uh, for the Mass. In retirement, she loved uh, visiting the Inglenuke Social Club to dance, to sing, and, of course, to play the spoons. Who will forget her playing the spoons? She joined in a kind of small kind of Cayley band and strict instructions were given to the other members of the band to keep up with her. Heaven help them if they didn't do it. The family used to say that they were going to slip her wooden spoons to dull the noise that she was making. In truth, I don't think she saw the funny side of that and said words that cannot be spoken in this church today. 
I think it would be true to say to you today that she was a rather feisty woman at times. Uh, on one occasion, she swatted me with her newspaper. It didn't matter whether you were the parish priest of St Bride's Cambus Lang, you still get swatted. And when visiting her in the home, I got told off. She caught my eye and said very loudly to everyone, I haven't seen you for a while. <laughs> she was very humorous uh, and she had great one-liners and very quick-witted. It's true to say, I think, that she could be very, very direct. I think for her children and for the families, uh, the, uh, their families, she was one in a million person. Her family are absolutely devoted to her, for they never forget, forgot the sacrifices and the hard work that she did in bringing them up. They never forget her love and her care for them, and this has meant the world to them. She has been an immense person in their lives and will continue to be that. And I'm sure it's hard for them to imagine their lives now without her. It's true, isn't it, we are so blessed in life uh, by those who are part of our lives, especially our mothers and our grandmothers. It comes to us, those blessings, in so many ways, but especially through people like that. A good example, their strength, their sacrifices are the things that our lives are built on. It's right, as I mentioned yesterday, that uh, one of the key kind of things uh, of today is that sense of gratitude uh, that is in our hearts, or in your hearts, uh, for all that you have been given uh, by Margaret's life. There's great pride, rightly, uh, for you yourselves today as you kind of think about her and everything that she was to you. So we thank God for her life and all the good that she has done and all the good uh, that was in her life and blessings given to her. Today, then, there's a moment in our hearts amidst the sadness to think of the great gratitude that we have for her. Right to the end, she had the strength to fulfil that mission in life that was given to her, to be a mother, uh, to be a grandmother, to be someone of special importance to many people. Today we ask for, for one final grace, for that grace of eternal rest and peace at the end. We come now to the offertory of today's Mass, those that bring the offertory gifts uh, to the back of the church, and we'll sing the offertory hymn at the same time.
say, dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice endures may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. As we humbly present to you these offerings, O Lord, for the salvation of your servant, we beseech your mercy that she who did not doubt your son to be a loving saviour may find in him a most merciful judge. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. Truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For he is the salvation of the world, the life of the human race, the resurrection of the dead. Through him the hosts of angels adore you, rejoice in your presence forever. May our voices, we pray, join with theirs in one chorus of exultant praise as we acclaim. Holy, 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 holy Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth, our glory of the Lord, Hosanna to Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. The time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples saying, take this, all of you, and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world, bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis our Pope, Joseph our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember Margaret, whom you have called from this world to yourself. Grant that she who was united with your son in the death like his may also be one with him in his resurrection. Remember also all our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, her spouse, the blessed apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be coerced to eternal life, and we praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours forever and ever. Amen. Please stand. We pray together in the words that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days. 
that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you, not in our sins, but in the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity, in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. Peace of the Lord be with you always. And now let's offer one another a sign of peace and friendship. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb.
Lord God, whose Son left us in the sacrament of his body, food for the journey, mercifully grant us strengthened by it, our dear sister may come to the eternal table of Christ, who lives and reigns forever and ever.
是。